You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Are you ready to take that journey? Because we're going <laughs> into mystery, and this is quite the mystery, because in 1994, a movie was never released called The Fantastic Four, and uh, there is quite the history behind this film. Uh, to talk about it, we have Ian. Hi. And Garrett. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, Garrett. Thank you. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into talking about 1994's Fantastic Four uh, after we talk a little bit about some MCU casting news and a new trailer. Wah, wah, wah. What? And then we'll talk a little bit about Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 5 yeah. because, wow, what an episode. What and then, an episode. <laughs> and, we'll get, and then we'll get into the Fantastic Four 1994. Mm-hmm. First off, we have two new crit castings for... Uh, Disney Plus's Marvel's Secret Invasion. We have Olivia Coleman and Emily. Um, I'm sorry, Amelia Clark. Uh, now I don't know how familiar the two of you are with the Secret Invasion storyline. Not very. Considering that every time we bring it up, I get it confused with Secret War. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you how just about how versed I am. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know who either one could be playing, or I don't have I don't know who either one are playing or portraying. Um, I think both could equally play um, what's considered the Scroll Queen in that story. I believe it's Queen Veronke, Veronke, something like that. V e r a n k e, Venerica. Venerick? Venerake. Yeah. The V and the K are silent. <laughs> uh, also, I also think Amelia Clark could be Jessica Drew Spider-Woman, which had a big role in that movie Ooh. or in that comic book uh, storyline. That could be cool. Which would mean, I would assume that means that she would be in the MCU for a while because that's not like a character you'd want to just have a one-off. Um to me, and I, and when I was originally thinking Amelia Clark could be playing Jessica Drew, I was like, oh, well, you know, Disney doesn't outright own Spider-Man at the moment, so they need a Spider-Man-like character, and they also need a spy character uh, since Black Widow is dead. I know we're still getting a Black Widow movie, but, uh, you know, that, that kind of spycraft character, you would use Jessica Drew. So I, I could see her being that and being something that would catch on for for more however uh, apparently sony and disney as of today uh struck some kind of deal where the spider-man movies and all the spider-man adjacent movies are going to end up on disney plus even though sony recently cracked a deal with netflix saying that all of our movies after they are been in theaters and been on premium vod will be on uh netflix so I don't. Sony's doing some weird steps around here. They're 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 making sure all their stuff is diversified. You can go to a bunch of different streamers. You know what? If I can if I can start watching, like, Homecoming on uh, Netflix, and then go upstairs and turn on Disney Plus and finish watching Homecoming, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad. That would mean that would be pretty awesome. Uh, I think it's more <laughs> likely that you're going to be able to watch. Uh, homecoming downstairs on disney plus and uh spider-verse upstairs on disney plus <laughs> okay with that <clears throat> but now hypothetically let's say that i would want to watch venom again i don't know why because we're gonna have to at some point mitch oh that's right <laughs> oh i haven't seen it yet <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> i need to look at the spreadsheet we'll talk i think we have some uh, for venom <laughs> okay 
I like that this has just kind of devolved into who, who wants to come back? Who wants to keep <laughs> Um Let's say, like, for some reason, I wanted to watch Venom again. Then mm-hmm. I'd, I'd watch, like, Spider-Verse downstairs and Venom upstairs so I can hide my shame. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's, where, that's the way you would do that. However, what do you think of these, these castings? Uh, who do you think Olivia Coleman could possibly be playing? I have no idea. And to clarify, not Madam Web. Not Madam Web. Okay. <laughs> like I'm no, I'm I'm making sure like we're we're not talking about Madam Web. It's Spider Woman, right? Right. That's who I oh, okay. yeah. Amelia Clark would be playing Spider Woman, Jessica Drew, not Madam Web, which Okay. Supp- supposedly they already have a Madam Web movie in the works over at Sony, so don't know. Because technically Jessica Drew isn't part of the Spider Man universe of Marvel stuff. She is um just a straight up Marvel character. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's all very weird. Um, however, uh, Olivia Coleman, most recently, everybody knows her for playing for playing uh, the the Queen in The Crown and also in The Favorite. Uh, but I will always remember her as the one female police officer in Hot Fuzz. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is her, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> The like incredibly like crass one, yeah, because she feels like she has to be. Uh huh. Ah man, I hope she's well. Like not not the actress, but that character specifically. I hope yeah, she's doing okay. Me too. <laughs> but any any other guesses on on casting characters? Secret Invasion. Don't know enough about Secret Invasion to have any guesses. Okay. <clears throat> I think they're gonna be invading secretly, Mitch. Ah. <laughs> the both of them. The both of them. They're both going to be like, we're totally here, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, I honestly assume that they're they're making these announcements of casting right now because uh, Secret Invasion is going to be coming out soon enough at what, with all these TV series um, possibly having scrolls in them. Like I, one of the big ones is that Sharon Carter in Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a scroll. So it could be it's a possibility. Is Secret Invasion supposed to be its own movie, or is it going to be a episodic thing? Episodic. Okay. Yep. So I didn't remember it in the lineup for movies, and I was like, "Ooh, that'd be like a good climactic point for this next whatever story arc." But well, never mind. Nope it's I'll it's just, it's, it's going to be a TV series that uh, uh, Armor Wars, Moon Knight, She Hulk. And one more. I always, I'm, I think I always forget it. I'm so excited for Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, my, my hopes and dreams are going to be destroyed in episode one. It's not going to be what I hope it is. <laughs> I mean, he might come right out of the bat and be like, Dracula, you bitch, get out of here. <laughs> Where's my money, you fucking nerd? <laughs> What's up, Spider-Man? You got any ketamine? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, have you been watching those uh, like training montage videos that Oscar Isaac's been putting out? Yeah, they're wild. Yeah, like it's all knife play too, which is kind of weird. <laughs> and I'm super down because that's one of the reasons that I liked um, Winter Soldier so much as a movie. Mm-hmm. Is the like the one fight scene between Bucky and Cap that's just fighting over the knife. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful fight scene. So a, if you've got a bunch of if you got a bunch of choreography in that show that's just fighting over a knife, I'm I'm down. I'm all for that too. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of the movies, there is a trailer that came out for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I assume you watched like, it. It looks like it's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. You haven't watched uh, it yet? Oh, I didn't damn. know it came out. Yeah, it came out on <laughs> Monday or Tuesday. One of the two. Oh, I see you every day and you said nothing. Oh, wow. I mean, that hurts. it's also true that you do see me every day. Uh, mm-hmm. However, Mitch, you what also, do you have to say for yourself? You also look at our social media every day. It was on our social media. Ooh, Garrett, that's a good point. Do you not follow Geek Elite on all social media platforms that can be followed upon? Because if not, you should. I'm looking at you and everybody at home, Garrett. <laughs> but sometimes scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Mitch, counterpoint. 
Counterpoint, he sucks. Ah, I do. Good luck, Good luck coming back from that one, Gary. He's kind of got you there. I got no comeback. Uh, so, yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I'm excited about it. Simu Liu is uh, a great actor, I think. And I think he's going to pull off the, the Marvel formula of action and comedy at the same time. Uh, the, the idea, the story of, you know, he he's the son of the Mandarin, um, trained to kill, trained to fight. Uh, in all the martial arts, his dad's like, "Hey, you know what? You don't want to be me. I'm gonna give you ten years. Go live a life that you want to live. Uh, ten years from now, I'm gonna come back and and retrieve you, and you're gonna have to resume the life that is planned out for you. And cut to ten years later, and that's where we're at. And shenanigans happen. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it's unfair to say, but I'm gonna say it. Um, just from the trailer, it feels like they executed better on what they wanted Iron Fist to look like. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm almost positive about that. The one thing I I did not care for in the trailer is a couple shots of the fight scene in the bus. There's this shot where he does the mm. split kick, and it just looks too CGI. Like I know he did the kicks himself. But I think they added in some CG to, you know, take away stuff or do something. And it just did not look right to me. I'm sure, you know, once it gets a little bit more uh, time in the VFX, it's going to look better. But it just, it didn't look right. I read a thing. It, it, <clears throat> this wasn't pertaining to Marvel movies Marvel movies in particular. It's actually talking about the, the Amazon Lord of the Rings show, but it pertains to this. I'll, I promise I'll bring it around. A guy was talking about like, all right, so things we don't want to see. We want to see more practical effects. Don't rely on CGI so heavy. And he went on to say some other things that I do not agree with, and I think that he might be a little bit of a butthole about it. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of there for the like, yo, like what? Are practical effects just not like cost effective anymore is it just like actually cheaper to do cgi stuff or is it that you don't want to have to like reset a bunch of times you want to get like your two or three shots i think or, it's, a, it's a little bit of both of those like it is a little bit cheaper because you can spread it out among amongst a bunch of graphic artists to throw in the cgi as opposed to a handful of practical uh, effects masters that will have to be on set and and fixing things or making things and also, um, uh, uh, what was the not cost effective, but uh, what was the other thing that you said out you threw out there? Oh, just for like not having to oh reset. Yeah, not having to reset. Yeah. You could just be like do it a couple times. Like, cool, we got it. Move on. Yeah, I, I uh, definitely think that it's a it's a little bit of column A, column B. However, I also have never had a job in movies, so I don't know. <laughs> so, twit. Yeah, Twitter specifically, because I feel like that's where people tend to chat the most. If you've had a job in that industry, why is that? Why is that indeed? Like, you why did we go it. from Iron Man 2, where you have him in a practical suit, to, you know, Avengers Infinity War, where it's all nanobots and, you know, having to come, the, the suit comes from nowhere, uh, essentially well, from his chess piece. Well, that's because Tony Stark is reactionary. And a practical suit is no longer practical. I, in continuity, I mean, you you ding the practical <laughs> suit, you kind of got to make a new one. But CG is like, oh, just Photoshop over that. True, just buff good. it out. Also, Malfoy just popped in the chat. Hello, Malfoy, and he says insurance probably. Ooh, not a bad a bad reason insurance because yeah. you got to insure all that stuff. Whereas a uh, CGI suit. What are those called? Motion capture suit? Uh-huh. Probably doesn't need to be too too uh insured. Right. Probably. But like let him do the kick. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on some wires. Let him do yeah. the kick. I mean, Jackie Chan did all his stunts and all he has is minor nerve damage in his hands from some hot coals that one time. You can't prove he has any other significant damage. I mean, he's also talked about the <laughs> hole that's in the side of his skull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, he stopped doing his own stunts a while ago. 
which is good. Yes, very. Yeah. Did you watch the foreigner? That's different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to. I'd like to welcome you into the uh, derailed journey in a mystery podcast. (laughs) We were going to talk about this, but we decided to talk about the foreigner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode five, truth. Uh, I mean, there's a lot dropped in this one. If you haven't watched it yet, you should probably scrub ahead. But if you have, there's going to be spoilers. So, um, you've been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. Uh, it's Sharon Carter. Is she the power broker? She's definitely working with <sighs> uh, the Flag Smashers. She, she's talking to Batrock on that phone, and then Batrock shows up with weapons. I don't know, man. Uh, I want her to be the power broker, but I don't think it's her. Okay. I think it's too easy. It seems a little too easy. Because you still have, like you said, there's still two more names that aren't on the uh, the credit scroll yet. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen Arnim Zola pop up yet. I'm True. still thinking. You think Armin Zola's going to show up? Okay. I mean, we haven't seen there's, him since uh, Winter Soldier. In the there's been a few, a few scenes with some monochrome green uh, monitors, and that's his forte. Good call. Good call. And he can he can hit anybody's cell phone and be unknown anywhere. True. I mean, if you know everything, then like you're the most terrifying thing on the planet. So I I I can get behind that. I'll get behind it. I mean, and he's still limited to the digital world. So if you don't have a cell phone on you, I mean, and it doesn't seem like Carly's carrying anything with her at all times, so she can kind of be anonymous mm-hmm. most of the time um wow. john walker has his first oh. beat down by uh falcon and winter soldier and then uh has to go up against go up on the i don't know tribunal what would what would you call that review board uh, yeah, oh, yeah the court martial process where they uh, strip him of his honorable discharge and he just gets a, what, less than honorable discharge is what do they call Other it? Other than honorable. Other than yeah. honorable. Uh, so but, it's just like, you're, you're not getting arrested, but we don't approve of you. So <laughs> you don't get any of the stuff that you've worked so hard for. Yeah. But he, he still has his three medals of honor that he then pounds into a new uh, shield for himself. Uh, as as we see that he's probably going to become the U.S. agent. I was just gonna ask. Do you think he's gonna? Do you think we're gonna get U.S. agent? I I, I mean, he's gonna call himself Captain America still because I think in his mind he's still Captain America. But like the rest of us know, he's the U.S. agent. Yeah. Do Do you think we're gonna get actual like flag smasher like Mace and everything? I don't. Ooh, good call. I don't know. Maybe I could see Carly picking up a a, a mace, swinging it around. Even if it's just like, like a heavy pipe, like that, I, <laughs> I'd be good with that. You know what I mean? Like something to, to get the point across. Like she's out here in all black, just like with like a big like fuck off pipe, <laughs> <laughs> just ready to brain uh, the Winter Soldier. Somebody. <laughs> Oh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be John Walker. He's gonna be the one to get it, because as and that's not me wishing any harm upon the character or Wyatt Russell, because that man has proven that he deserves the roles he's getting. He's been doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it would just make sense that he goes after her, and she's like, "Well, you're not gonna stop." You know what's funny is it, what you're saying is like because. Up until now, Wyatt Russell, other than the movie Over- Overlord, he's always like the stoner layabout guy. Like in the yeah. movies, now he's literally enemy number one to everybody. <laughs> I, it's I, I think we've touched on it a couple of times. Talk like going over the recaps here. I didn't understand it when it happened to the guy that played Joffrey. I didn't understand it when it happened to like the lady that. Uh, Excuse me, we're burp. Uh, the lady that played uh, Professor Umbridge. Yep. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me when people are like, "You did a really good job. You did so good that I hated that character, and now I hate you." Uh, like, 
listen here, you piece, like you piece sized smooth brain, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what's going on? But uh, he plays the best character you love to hate this year. Yep. Yep. That's, that's absolutely true. Um, Sam is definitely training to be the new Captain America after his conversation, even though this conversation with uh, Isaiah was more like, Hey, don't do this. Like it's not, it's not the place it, it's, you, no one's going to be able to accept a black man as, as Captain America. But uh, it seems like he's after his con- conversation with Bucky, who's like, don't let anybody else tell you who you are. Uh, he's, he's going, he's going to, he's going to take up the arms or take up the shield. I'm so excited about that. And I'm so ready for these vibranium wings. Are they wings though? They have to be like, so, you're not going to take away Sam's wings and give him the shield. I mean, like, por que no los dos? Like, why can't he fly around with the shield? I mean, that's that's the way it is in the comic book. But why leave it on the cliffhanger of not showing the suit when everybody... That's, that's could, the thing. The So the box is black and silver. I didn't see any other colors on that box except for black and silver. So it just... I was going... When I looked at that, I was like... Wakanda is wanting him to represent the new Black Panther. Oh, that'd be interesting. He could be the uh, new Black Panther. I mean, would they would they give him the the heart shaped herb though? I don't know if they'd give him the heart shaped herb, but or give him the mantle of king, but at least give him the suit. Let him be the Black Panther, and let there doesn't have to be just one Black Panther. That's true. And like I, I'd be down. I would accept it if they told me that because that is cool. I'm hesitant because he has no tie to Wakanda. True. Yeah. Like if if anybody was gonna get the suit, and I'd hate to see it go that way. Of the two, it would be Bucky, and I. There's no way you're putting him in that suit because <laughs> like, no, everyone would be mad. I would be mad. That's not who goes in the suit. Why? Well, yeah, I, I see. <laughs> Bucky getting the the white wolf suit being the protector of Wakanda which would but, be a choice. Yeah, I mean but yeah, we we still we're, we're going to need a new Black Panther. I would like to see his sister cuz she's freaking awesome. She's my favorite character in one of the in the Black Panther movie. Right. Cuz she's, she's rad. Um and also or, has a precedent in the comic books as being the Black Panther. Yeah. The other one that I'd be okay with becoming the next Black Panther is, and as soon as I start the sentence, I forget names because that's <laughs> what I do on this show. It um, what's her face? Uh, Okoye? Okoye? Yeah. Yeah. She'd be a kick-ass Black Panther also, except I think she's too I think, into her role yeah. of like, I am the general, I protect the royalty, this is my job. Yeah, I don't think she'd be down to like go out and be the Black Panther. I almost feel like she would think that becoming the Black Panther would be a step down from being the leader of the Dora Milaje. Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go have your fun. I'll be here. Uh, what <laughs> protecting if protecting the Queen Mother and what, being a badass? <laughs> what if uh, the scientist at Wakanda, in Wakanda, or maybe even Shiri? You know, she has a a. a uh, humorous streak in her she likes to play practical jokes what if she heard about sam's nickname in madripoor and she made him the smiling uh tiger smiling tiger (laughs) 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 if there's just like a smiling tiger carved into something somewhere it's just like never forget that you had to do that one time, <laughs> and it looks—it's ju- the same colors of, the, of that uh, three-piece suit that he had to wear. <laughs> oh god! Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, there was a there was a lot going on in this episode. Anything in particular that you wanted to bring up? Like I like I like the this old boat segment. I like the flirting uh-huh. between Buck and Sarah. I liked. Uh, 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 I loved the exchange between Zemo and Bucky, and like uh-huh. Zemo was like, ah, I, I've decided I'm not going to kill you, which to me seemed very much out of character. Like, if his idea is I need to kill all the super soldiers, Bucky is one. She still, he still want to kill him. 
I think with Zemo, because he even said earlier on, like, it's nothing personal. It was never personal. It's you're a means to an end. And this kind of like jailbreak world romp that they've been on has opened his eyes to the fact that like Bucky's really not an awful person. He's just kind of like misguided and really didn't want to be a super soldier to begin with. No, no, he really didn't want to. Like, he... So, like, that might have been, like, a redeeming factor there. Mm. Maybe I'm reading too far into it. Because Zemo's whole thing has been, like, the everybody has purpose and everybody has a reason. But everything's corrupting. So maybe if Buck is the one to go, look, I'm just a dude who didn't want to be here. He can be like... Okay, I can respect that. I was a dude fighting for my country and fell off a train. Like, Right. Look, I went to war and my best friend followed me and suddenly he's two feet taller and like 200 pounds of muscle on me. I don't know what happened, when like, happened, or who happened. Like, all I got was his fake arm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know other people could pop off. <laughs> One of the, the standout points of the episode was the conversation that John Walker was having with uh, Lamar Hoskins or Hopkins. Hopkins no. or Hoskins? Hoskins. Hoskins. With his family and the sister wasn't having any of that. She saw right through everything that dude was saying and knew that he was full of garbage. Yeah, she definitely did not have the same reaction to him as Lamar's parents were having. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hope she pops up somewhere as uh, another main character. She's the power broker. She, yeah, Ooh. power broker. <laughs> no, she's Mephesto. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is proof. This is proof. Uh, um, You brought but, up the, the uh, flirting. Just, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, real quick. Uh, just Steven wanted me to let you know that the ship he was referring to was the boat. I don't know if got that. Dang it! No, he does not get to come onto another show and make that joke again. <laughs> Sorry, <What? Ian>. no. <laughs> I love that. No, I don't get the reference, but any at any point we can poke fun at Mitch. Go for it. <laughs> if it makes Mitch make that face right there, <laughs> totally worth it. Am I even this on anymore? <laughs> this is my favorite face that Mitch makes. It's just like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make fun of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> I like that you brought up the, the flirting between uh, Buck and Sarah. Because it, oh, yeah. it, makes, it makes me happy to see Bucky being a person. He's old as hell, but he's finally at a spot with himself where he can like, be Bucky again and like flirt with a girl because she's pretty and just be like hey what's going on yeah he he didn't have you know all the baggage that you know came came along with his date the last time that we saw him Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. what was it that was said it was something like you've been trying to make like you were trying to make amends to make yourself feel better well yeah he said he said you weren't making amends you were avenging and that's not what was supposed to be happening here you need to find a name on that list that you can actually go and apologize to instead of uh go and you know set what you think is right Mm -hmm. which we all know he's referring to uh i believe his name is his ito or something like that yeah the the old guy from the first episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm that was just this was a good episode. I don't want this season to be over. I don't know if it's a one-off thing. It so yeah. They have not yet said there's going to be a second season. They they've essentially said a lot of these shows are going to be only one season. However, uh, I guess they Disney is putting this show up for uh, consideration for an Academy or not Academy Award uh, an Emmy, and Ooh. as its Emmy status, they are they are. Category, categorizing it as a drama series instead of a limited series. Okay. So so there's that. Because I like their chemistry. Like, the characters together are fun. Uh, I think there's a bunch of really good story and story angles that you could take between the both of them. 
And who doesn't want to see, like, for lack of a better term, who doesn't want to see Captain Falcon? (laughs) I think we all want that. And I yeah. think I, I think we're definitely going to get that in, the, in this last episode. So and you also, could make Buck pick up Battlestar as a name. No, I don't think he wants that. <laughs> oh no, but I fingers crossed. Sam calls him that at least once. I mean, I hope <laughs> I, if we get to see Patriot, yeah, it, it's going to be a great idea. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm kind of with Ian. I want to see. I want to hear him call him Battlestar and just give him that side eye. I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the back of the head. And, and, and just for Steven, since he's he's listening, I hope we get the Thunderbolts. So, yes, Thunderbolt did, Ross. Yeah, yeah. Did, Thunderbolt did, Ross. Yeah, Thunderbolt you, Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. That's right. Did, did you did you screw up the name of the team at one point? Is that why they're teasing you? No, he just he just likes to say that no matter what we're talking about when it comes to Marvel, I always bring up. Thunderbolts <laughs> showing up. I mean, I think we're, I think that we're supposed point. to count how many times you've said Thunderbolt Ross since you started Geek Elite. Yeah. Oh, God. That's going to be. I don't think you can count that. I don't think there's numbers high enough for that. I, I don't believe there are. Yeah. Definitely I mean, more than the fingers and toes I have. Because when we started Journey into Mystery. Our big prediction was that it was either going to end up with like Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. And honestly, after this episode, with the introduction of Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, we might get both. We might get one team of Dark Avengers and one team of Thunderbolts. And we're probably going to get the Young Avengers out of it. (laughs) All the Avengers, all the teams. Because because would the next season be U.S. Agent, the first Dark Avenger? Ooh, I like that. That's a good Which, title. That'd be cool because he's just out here like murking people being like, America. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and everybody's like, don't do that. And he's like, I'm John Walker. <laughs> I made my shield. I Look at my battles. <laughs> my best friend got punched by a super soldier. So I became one. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Fantastic Four. 1994's Fantastic Four by Roger Corman. That's right. So one of the most interesting facts about this movie, it was never intended to be released. It was literally made so that Roger Corman could keep the rights to the movie, to the the Fantastic Four, the film rights to the Fantastic Four. If he would not have made this movie, he would have had to give the rights back to... Marvel at the time. Hmm. Was it Roger Corman that had the rights, or uh, the uh, Avi Arad? Avi Arad. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought somebody else had the rights, and they hired him to make the movie so that they could keep the rights, just so they have the movie done at a certain time. And Roger Corman was really good at making movies on a strict budget really fast maybe that that could be it so maybe roger corman just produced it while avi arad had the had the rights because ole sasson 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 had the it was the director yeah who had no idea that it was supposed to be made and never released of course not so uh i feel like you don't tell your director that no no he did not know <laughs> I don't think when you're trying to get a director, you're like, all right, so here's the pitch. <laughs> We're making a movie, but no one's going to see it. So this yeah, is. You, oh, go ahead, Garrett. I say, if you have that and you know that that's what you're doing, you don't tell anybody. No. <laughs> you, you keep that card, you keep that ace of spade right there, right <laughs> in your chest, and nobody ever sees it. Right. Uh, this was, so, I mean, so this is a movie in the technical sense. It's just, it was never released. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know how much the budget was, but obviously a lot $1 million. Of, I know. Was it a million dollars? Yeah. A, a lot of that million dollars went right into, to the thing's costume. Uh, this is five years after the making of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In the, Five years after Batman, is wasn't Ninja Turtles in '89 also? Yeah, yeah. 
but like the 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 face puppetry for the thing looks reminds me a lot of the face puppetry for the Ninja Turtle. That's why I brought it up. Right. And oh yeah, I didn't know what to expect going into this movie, but I wasn't incre- I wasn't entirely upset with the look of the thing. Oh, I th- yeah, he was the best part. the The money was well spent. The only problem I have with the look of the thing, he's really skinny. In, I I didn't have a, I didn't feel like he was skinny. I just felt like the top of his head was a little too penis shaped. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but like that. No, I that, see it. Yeah, that brow. Now I see it. <laughs> it's all I could see. <laughs> Oh. I didn't see it until just now, Mitch. You're welcome. Why you gotta do I'm that? I'm upset. <laughs> so, like, that was a little distracting, but however, I do like the practicality of the suit. I think it looked mm-hmm. great, I, or, other than the penis shape. Like, I think it 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 moved well, and, like, it, it made it so that it was very functional. Uh, mm-hmm. Unlike Unlike the, the Fantastic Four movie that should not be talked about ever... Uh, the CGI thing in that like just looks horrible. You can't it it has no like weight to it. Are are we talking about the most recent Fantastic Four movie that actually no, didn't happen? We don't talk about it. <laughs> That's he correct. You just said that. The Fan okay. Four Stick movie. <laughs> Fan Four Stick. Um I think we've talked about this before. Um Malfoy and I went to the theater to see that movie. And when you go to the when you go to a movie with Malfoy, you you do not talk. Uh huh. You do, you don't. He's he's there. <laughs> I remember the experience and everything. And when we got to the end, and he's like, "Yeah, that's fantastic." Wait, mm-hmm. let's say that again. Malfoy audibly went, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> the lady behind us had a whole bunch of kids. She was like, Ugh. "And it's like, no, like, all right, sure, like, my bad, but like, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that bullshit line?" And we were we were here for it. The both of us were like, "All right, this movie, you know, Act One, solid. Act Two, okay. Act Three, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what did you get new writers? What happened?" And we were uh, we could talk about that more because we're gonna have to talk about that eventually. We will but, get into that one. I almost feel like we should get Malfoy to come in and talk about that. Oh, uh, we we should because I, I believe it, Garrett's already signed up for it. <laughs> we'll have two guests that week. Okay. <laughs> well, it would be okay because I think we uh, we kind of we we messed up. We should have had a fourth. Oh, for the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Four you're right. Hey, okay. we should get a, we I should mean, get a fourth for the Fantastic Four. If somebody had an extra camera, you could just put it at a, a chair, and uh, Ian could be the uh, the Human Torch. Mitch could be the Thing. I'll be Stretchy Guy because I'm good at Sudoku. <laughs> so they just have a an empty chair would be Sue. <laughs> just have it move every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> How did, how did you think they like it's 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 like what twenty seven minutes into the movie before they get into the accident that causes the their powers? Uh, yeah, exactly. I had that written down. Was it twenty seven <laughs> minutes? I thought I looked at looked at it right then. And be like twenty eight. <laughs> I I think this movie suffered from what a lot of these early Marvel movies suffer from, and that is weird pacing. Yes. <laughs> oh God, yeah. The yeah. things that should be important and talked about aren't, <laughs> and the things that are not important and should not be and talk, uh, should not be talked about are talked about for twenty seven minutes <laughs> with a lot of hand gestures. Oh yeah, yeah. weirdness. <laughs> he really loved those gloves, Doctor Doom. He did well. Like he cannot make any expression with his face. The actor can't. Like they also told him that he was going to be dubbed over by his own. Like he was going to go and do ADR later so that he could yeah, yeah. actually like be heard by the audience. They never did that. Like it's literally just his him talking through the mask. And but even know, before he became Doctor Doom, he was still weirdly acting with his hands this is true it was just it was awkward there was so many <laughs> awkward moment awkward interactions yeah and if we want to talk about weird hand acting um the jeweler and the jeweler's thugs wait you mean the sewer leprechaun 
Yeah. That's not the mole man? I, I could have I thought that was supposed well, to be the mole man. It was like, supposed they to be the mole man. They refer okay. to him as the jeweler several times. He throughout does the wear movie. a little jewel thing over yeah. the they, you're right. They didn't own the rights to the mole they, man, so they had to call him the jeweler. They call they were gonna call him the mole man, but they changed it to the jeweler because they did not have the rights. So like the 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 jeweler man the he's he's over here like being all like <laughs> about it and then there's several times where even his like goons are like it's like what are y'all doing like are are your hands okay I don't understand it I can't I can't hate on the costuming in this movie though like it's really good we already talked about no, yeah for what they had. Even the even Doom, like I was like, that's like the best costume for a, a, for Doom I've seen in one of these movies yet. I mean, yeah, it, it looks like a cosplay costume, but you know what? It's at least accurate. It was very right. accurate. The mask was fantastic. Ooh, hey. <laughs> sorry, I had to. No, I, I but no. When I first saw the the mask, I was like, that is so close to what is drawn. It's. They they did a really good job on that. Mm-hmm. And going to the 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 characters in this movie themselves, I liked the casting. Okay. Yeah. Like I I liked the casting for the the Fantastic for themselves. Um, I think that the only thing you could have done better for the jeweler slash mole man would have been if you could have gotten Danny DeVito to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I Sad. am the mole man. <laughs> Sadly, that was that like that actor's last movie. Aww. Oh, it really? never got released. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. But, um, I really liked the scene with, uh, like right after they get their powers and they're in the, the lab and they're trying to get the blood draw to see what's going yeah. on with everybody. And he's just sitting there talking to, talking to Ben Grimm. And he's just like, so how, how is this going to work? How, how do we get your blood? <laughs> I, I liked that. Cause it's like nuts. I mean, they kind of have ones that no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, they kind of have a similar scene in the uh, fantastic four with chris evans like you know where they they're all in the hospital like military hospital and like well, how do we do this like what's gonna happen here kind of thing mm-hmm. and when i saw the scenes in this movie i figured it was like oh they did a really good homage to what w- took place before they they got the rights to it mm-hmm. and i i liked the the portrayal of the human torch that we got from this actor just I don't feel I don't feel like it's that hard of a role to play right but like it sounds like a fun role to play where you're just like all right let's let's here we go <laughs> I guess I'll leave the torch now <laughs> so I, I just want to say like uh I and, and Garrett and I talked about this uh er, the other day like the actor who plays the human torch um Jay Underwood is probably the most known well-known actor out of the cast uh for his at time yeah at the time he was in uncle buck uncle buck he was in those not quite human movies for disney he was in the boy who could fly like he he had a lot of roles uh it, he'd probably be the biggest star of the movie at the time uh, i know i've seen michael ba- bailey smith who played the thing in in some stuff uh looking at his imdb it's just a lot of uh bit characters here and there some tv shows stuff like that alex hyde white uh who played um mr fantastic uh also had some small roles but in a lot of different movies he was also young henry jones in indiana jones and the last crusade uh oh whoa yeah and uh and then rebecca i want to say stob um yeah uh, I know I've seen her in things. I just could never break, like pinpoint something that it, it, I would have seen her in. Uh, but she also has a lot of uh, credits to her name. So uh, interesting cast. Also, I I totally forgot that uh, 
Commandant Lassard is in the beginning of this movie. It's George the- Gaines. <laughs> yeah. It's the as soon as I was like, okay, maybe this movie's got some kind of redeeming value. And he was in there for two minutes and then gone. So, oh, <laughs> no. Commandant Lassard, stand at the podium. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but do you... Do we have to talk about the fact that maybe Reed is kind of grooming someone that he eventually, you know, is in a relationship with? A young young woman that he becomes in a relationship with? I think we need to acknowledge it. Okay. But I don't think we need to go into a whole conversation about it except acknowledge the fact that it's a little creepy and like, what the fuck, dude? It's very creepy. Like, yeah, that's well, the- seeing the other movies and how those went down. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Are they gonna like somehow get into the laboratory and they just instant age?" Because that's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I was so glad they did it the way they did. Yeah. Well, like I also didn't. One of the things I didn't like about the movie is that they take away the reason why John and or Johnny and Sue are a part of the team. Like it, they literally just like, hey. We're going to space. Let's just invite our young friends who we used to live with to come with us. Instead of like in the later movies in the comic books, they 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 you know Sue was a brilliant scientist herself, and Johnny was was in the military and also has some has intelligence. He just is also a hothead or you know a, a layabout kind of thing. Uh, He's like a test pilot or something like that. Well, and when they, and they ben call is him the a pet test pilot. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And Reed calls him a hothead, but they never showed that part. So it didn't make any sense. He just called him a hothead. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it made zero sense for them to be on that mission other than it's like, uh, I, I have got a lot of money. I built a rocket ship. Let's go to space. I need some people to go with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was almost like the equivalent of, I have a Winnebago. Let's, let's drive up to Minnesota and see the snow. Like, what? <laughs> you like zero g i like zero g let's go let's go it's like they were all sitting around and like just you know probably smoking a j and passing that around it's like you guys want to go space oh we should go space yeah man if anybody ever builds a rocket we all gotta go to space <laughs> i'm holding you to it man i'm holding you to right it. right and then well, like, one day just like so i built a rocket all right, everybody pack a bag. We're going to space. <laughs> Even and then Ben, ben, oh, ben so. says, hey, let's go get uh, Sue and Johnny and let's take them with us. And then it's almost like from that point that we first see them to the next point that we see them, they didn't have any interaction other than he, him seeing her walk down the stairs. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. Like, why would he agree to this? And he hasn't seen him for 10 years. Right. It, That's it, like a I saw you yesterday for lunch kind of question, not yeah. like a <laughs> like they were just waiting by the door like 10 years to be like he's going to come back and he's going to ask us we can't go do anything else with our lives. We have to stay here and wait. We have to be ready to go to space cuz one day he's going to come back. He's super smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like even Ben when he shows up at the house, he's like can Johnny and Sue come out to the to oh, outer space with us? And it's just like that's so bad. It's just oh, I meant to bring up. So when they were in the class at the very beginning, and the professor was talking, and Ben Graham looks over at Reed. Was it just me, or did Ben look super drunk for that class? Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, <laughs> I mean, y'all never got super wasted and went to a science class. <laughs> and the say fact it. That- the fact that Ben and, and Reed are in the same science class. Well, not just Ben and Reed. Ben, Reed, and Doom are all in the same science class. Like yeah. I feel like they might be a little bit more advanced than Ben. Yeah, Reed and Doom in the same science class, I'm here for that. Yeah. But Ben, not insulting his intelligence. He's just not the genius of the group. No. Maybe, he might just be an idiot savant. He just doesn't show it all the time. <laughs> He's like, physics, I understand that and nothing else. <laughs> Look, bro, homework sucks, but I, I ace every test. Homework sucks, but have you ever thought about if you fly really fast and how time stops to be time? Me neither. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the fact that we had all four uh, Fantastic Four, we had uh, 
mole man adjacent jeweler uh doom 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 guards uh and i feel like there's another character in there somewhere but like they had a they had a whole bunch of characters well yeah alicia masters thank you they had all a lot of characters in this movie from the from the comic books and i almost felt like namer or galactus should have showed up at some point (laughs) i I kept thinking that colossus was an, an analog for galactus but was colossus a thing from the comic book that they were going after I don't were they so. just traveling in space? Yeah, I, I, thought, just... I thought they were trying to siphon the life force off of a very tall, like metallic Russian mutant for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like when they started talking about it, Colossus is a force. I'm like, hold up, what? And he's just like, hello, yes, I am a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do not touch me. I am very shiny. I would like to stay that way. <laughs> uh, no, it's just. I don't I don't know I don't know like I don't know what you do with this movie like where do you put it is do you enjoy it do you is it more just because it just never got made that it's a great watch or it never got released that it's a great watch like the the CGI for Johnny Storm flaming on like is that's 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 harsh like I don't so I, I I had to watch the the documentary after this because I was just so intrigued with everything about it. The documentary is good. I watched that. The guy that did the original CG for that, he's like, oh, yeah, I worked on uh, Independence Day, so I know what I'm doing. They found out he was just like some guy standing in the background watching a dude make some CG for Independence Day. And he could not deliver on anything, so they <laughs> they went to some guy, uh, Mister Film, and he in three days delivered that. So can't, can't hate. It's much it. better than I could do in three days. But oh yeah, it was. I'm still trying to figure out how you punch a laser into space. <laughs> uh, the fact that you have to question it and try to comprehend it means you never will. All right. Oh, if you if you ask, you don't. You shouldn't know how much. That's right. Gotcha. Right. If if you have to ask, you can't afford it. That's right. Oh, dang it. The equivalent. There. That's yeah. exactly uh, true. <laughs> as a whole, I didn't hate this movie as much as I was dreading watching it. Well, I'm glad like, that it was a little oasis for you then. Like we've been talking about it, I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, every Fantastic Four movie sucks. I'm not saying that this one was a masterpiece by any yeah. by any stretch, but it stretch. was fun. <laughs> it, it was fun. Um, there were some there were some fun moments involved in the movie, and there were some like, like the costuming was the most redeeming part of it. I think mm-hmm. yeah. it was the fact that they tried. Mm-hmm. Just more than I can say. For the coming Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> uh, oh, the, you brought something up that I was gonna I was gonna talk about, but now I lost it. Um, was it the the limo drive away with the wavy hand? No, <laughs> but that was bad too. Like, stre- I don't know if they've ever made stretchy people like effects look good. I don't think it's it's ever been good. In anything, oh, I like so when the, they. Sorry, go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, so when they first got their their powers, and uh, Sue had turned invisible and she was falling backwards, and Reed was supposed to be stretchy, you could totally see that shoulder right there. They did not pull that effect off at all. <laughs> I, I love the force perspective in several of those stretching shots, where it's like, all right, we're gonna put the camera just over your shoulder. And you're going to be grabbing something a lot smaller in this show. (laughs) (laughs) They do a really good job. I didn't notice. (laughs) I don't. So, yeah, I was going to bring up was that, like, I know that at conventions, people always have bootleg copies of this movie that you can go and buy, like, on DVD. Uh, I know the the version that I watched was on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if that's where you both watched your version or not. Um Ian, did you watch the version that I put the the link up for? Yes, that's where I watched the majority of the versions so, of the movie we watched. So that was that was that was that that version is very blurry. 
<laughs> yes. It was well, very hard to make things out. I watched on Daily Motion and it was on it was a, it was 360p was the best I could pull off and it was pretty blurry. So I put it on my phone and it it sharpened it up really quick. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we were uh So I just had it on too big of a screen is what you're saying. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think the best I was pushing was like 480, and even then it was like, is that <laughs> is that a smudge or is that that weird diamond that they're after? <laughs> <laughs> diamonds. It was multiple diamonds, even though it's one giant piece. I thought that would be one diamond. Mm. It's one big diamond that's made up of a lot of little diamonds. I don't. <clears throat> isn't that one diamond? Yes. Yeah. But you then you cut would cut the big and then yeah, you make cut several the big other diamonds. ones. Yeah. Uh, what's the toy? What's the toy that came out of this movie at, outside of the Fantastic Four themselves? Well, obviously, you'd need Doom. Okay. I mean, I would want Doom's set. Like, that set actually looked kind of cool to me. Yes. <laughs> so I was thinking the uh, the laser floor. <laughs> but ooh yeah, but it's it's just the stickers. It's just stickers on the floor, <laughs> so the the sewer leprechaun can jump and never touch the actual lasers. <laughs> I like that. Either that or uh, Alicia's house, where all the the what were we calling them? The mole men were yeah. jumping down in. She's got a she has her little sculpture area. Which, by the way, who hires a blind woman to make a memorial for four people she's never touched the <laughs> night of them supposedly dying? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like a proverb question. <laughs> I kind of want the Alicia Masters action figure, but with the broken head bust like as the her accessory. Statue. Oh, my statue. My statue. You know, and I also want, if we're doing the Fantastic Four set, I also want not covered in rocks Ben Grimm. Okay. And then so, and then he yells loud enough so that the rocks come back. <laughs> well, he didn't feel loved anymore. Uh, so I had, I had a question about that. Was So when she said she loved him and he felt loved... And all of a sudden, his rocks went away. Is that something that's from the the comic books, or is that just they threw that in for the movie? I I mean, I'm not the most familiar with Fantastic Four comic books, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's just nope. You're made of rocks now. I mean, uh, he says yes. <laughs> it is weird I mean, that I kinda we like can that. never figure out how to change him back, even though he's one of the smartest people in all of Marvel. You, yeah. I, I always that one always bothered me that everybody else could change back, but he couldn't. But then, as, as Reed was saying, is like, oh, you're you're this because you, when you feel shy, you you want to disappear into the crowd. And then Johnny's a hothead, which he, they never really explained that very well. Well, I think it was when he was a little kid and, and they were playing those video games and he got upset that he lost. Uh, we that all was our that. only exe- example. I know, it's not good. Uh, I'm just uh, saying that's the only example. That's a, that's a stretch. Yeah. Hey. So is that so, what Reed stretches? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for explanations. <laughs> and it, but, um, and I, they're all. And I think it was on one of your podcasts that I, I it came to the realization that the Fantastic Four was just a, a analog for the four elements: mm-hmm. fire, fire, wind, earth, water. And it was like, oh, oh for some reason, I for twenty years, it never <laughs> dawned on me. And if you bring Chinese mythology into it, Doom is also metal, which metal. is another yep. element that they equate into there. But- Wait, so is is Reed water? Yes. yes. Okay, I was like, who's water in this scenario? <laughs> yeah. What are the four elements? Earth, earth, wind, fire, stretching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's hard. You don't want to do a power of water. 
yeah. or form of water because that's a dumb power. Yeah. Hydra-Man's crying now because of that. I would that was more of the, the twins. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, just so, a, oh, Go ahead, Garrett. I say, but another thing I found out that makes me even more uh, interested in the Fantastic Four was their their powers are stronger as they stay together as a the first family of Marvel. So I guess when they they separate and they're far, they're away from each other longer, their powers start to diminish to the point of almost being nothing. I've never heard that one. Yeah, I I don't know if that's a new thing. But that was another thing. I was like, that's. I kind of like that aspect of them having to be a family and always having to stay together because there, there really is no reason for them to stay together. It was like, you guys suck. You did this to me, and I don't, I don't want to be this. I'm, I'm out of here. And they lose their powers, but they want to keep their powers, so they, they have to come back together to keep staying as strong as they are as a family. Okay. Sorry, I mean hijack. I think that's the plot of. The Fast and the Furious franchise? <laughs> so you're saying Fast and Furious stole the family powers from Marvel? Yes. Yes. At least Vin Diesel's character did. <laughs> uh, if you can believe the trivia section of IMDb for this movie, Mark Ruffalo auditioned for the role of Doctor Doom. Patrick, Warbush, That's true. Pa- Patrick Warburton uh, auditioned for the role of Ben Grimm. And Renee O'Connor, who you'll know mostly for being Gabriella from uh, Xena Warrior Princess, uh, auditioned for the role of Sue Storm. Whoa. Garrett. Uh, oh, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, you were going to ask me? I was just going to ask you where it is that people can watch that um, uh, documentary. Uh, I found it on IMDb TV. It's free with ads. Okay. Uh, what were you about to say? Oh, so everybody that had audition, obviously they're huge stars. Well, huge stars. Patrick Warburton, we all know from The Tick and other things. Other things, yeah. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo is obviously the Hulk now, but at that time, I don't. What were they no. doing? Yeah, I don't even. They think, weren't anything. Well, I guess Patrick Warburton probably would have still been putty at that time from Seinfeld. And Mark Ruffalo, I don't even think he had made 13 going on 30 yet with, uh, what's her name? That's like Jennifer. That's a 2000. Yeah. Movie. Jennifer Garner. So. Is it Jennifer Garner? Yeah. That's the, that's the first thing I remember Mark Ruffalo in. I'm sure he did movies before that, but it's the first thing I remember him in. Uh, but I would think Renee O'Connor that would have been around the time that they were making Xena Warrior Princess, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else you'd like to add about this movie? Either one of you? <clears throat> I This movie makes me excited for the hint, like the, the like hint drops we've been getting about the potential for the Fantastic Four and the MCU. And I want it, and if John Krasinski's not Reed Richards, I'm going to be upset. I mean, there's been a lot of great fan casting for Reed Richards at this point. Like, uh, I I know we can't do it because he already played uh, Uncle Aaron, or so the Prowler on Spider-Man: Homecoming. But uh, Donald Glover uh, as Reed Richards um, would be good. Taika Waititi as Reed Richards would be good, but he's too he's kind of busy directing stuff. Um, <laughs> There was another person. Oh, uh, who did I say? I said, oh, if you wanted to go really, really old, that's that's kind of harsh. If if you wanted to go older, Jim Carrey as Reed Richards, I think would pretty, pretty be pretty great. If you wanted to go younger, Lakeith Stanfield would be would be great too. All right, making sure you said Jim Carrey, right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. In my head, I heard Drew Carey. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... No, that's my Doctor Doom. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Mitch, I respect you. (laughs) But what? (laughs) I mean, I I really feel like uh, John Krasinski's one that a lot of people have been throwing out there. And and sure, I'm all for it. But 
uh, also, what's the the one actor that that's really wanting to play the role? Plus, he also really wanted to play. Um, he wants to play one of those Star Wars characters, uh, Indian guy, or I might be being racist there. He might not be Indian, but he was in uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor. He was in I Zombie. Oh, Bro Coley. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to play. Uh, he wants to play something. You know what? I would be here for that. I like that actually a lot. I hadn't thought of him for the role, but I I really like that. Yeah. So possibilities. I'm I'm here for all of them. They're endless. <laughs> Garrett, where can people find you online? Um, Twitch.com slash r o t t underscore four eight. And I think the same on uh, Twitter. Yep. Ian? Hi. My name's <laughs> Ian. If you want to hang out, oh, we can hang out. I'm actually really easy to get a hold of. You can find me on Wednesdays right here on twitch.tv slash Ianflux. And if you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can. I can. I'm very easy to get a hold of. And I have nothing going on during my workday. So tweet at me at ianflux12, and you can find me on Instagram at ianflux. That is I-A-N-F-L-U-X, and on Twitter, I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the number's one, two. And don't think you're getting away. Mitch, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia, G-E-M, G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekleetmedia.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash geekleetmedia for exclusive material you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.